Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come and take a look at the snow. Bright white as far as your eyesight goes. Come and take a look at the fields of snow. I'll just get my coat, then we're good to go. Come and take a look at the lake. Let's have a quick skate before it gets late. Come and take a look at the frozen lake. Put your clothes on, mate. Don't make that mistake. Greetings, holiday shoppers. Oh, there are only 257 more shopping days left until Christmas, and you know what that means. That means it's time for yet another episode of everyone's favorite Christmas movie podcast, Christmas Creeps, where we talk about Christmas movies all year round because the three of us are absolutely crazy, uh, myself included. Hi, I am Joseph Wade. I am your host for this evening. Sitting here with me tonight, as always, are my co-hosts, Johnny Five, the human robot. Yes, I'm here. Karen York. Hi. And we are sitting here eating the last remaining Easter candy of the season because it's um, now grill season it is, na- over. it is now grill season easter season candy season is over for the year we've had our six months of candy from halloween to easter now it's time for barbecue and burgers and all the great stuff that we love about summer i'm ready are you ready bed knobs and broomsticks <laughs> the whole <laughs> Iron we've Man. been we've been playing describe your butthole using a movie title yes <laughs> but uh, none of that has anything to do with what we're talking about tonight. Uh, last When last we convened, which I feel like was, oh God, like last year? A year and a half ago, it seems like, <clears throat> we called our shot and said we would be reviewing the night before tonight. No, that sounds weird. The <laughs> Seth Rogen movie called The Night Before. And sure enough, uh, here tonight, yes, we are reviewing. We did it. We are reviewing The Night Before. Uh, but before we get to the night before, um, we have the day before. I, I don't have anything, actually. I probably should have just jumped into it. Oh, okay. Whoops. There's the night before, the day after tomorrow, Human 28 centipede. days later. <laughs> for the, the butt movies. Oh, God. I don't think the night before works for a butt movie. Knocked up? There you go. That's I, Like, uh, what, you got teen pregnant by peeing in someone's butthole? Yeah. That's how it works, right? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Actually, that's not a bad segue because, uh, believe it or not, the night before kind of works as sort of a weird, almost sequel to Knocked Up. I know in Knocked Up they do end up having the kid, yeah, and it's like you know, spoiler alert for Knocked Up, but everyone lives happily ever after, yeah, because Judd Apatow movies are, uh, he- uh, I don't want to say heteronormative as fuck, but <laughs> they kind of are. Well, and you get what you pay for. <laughs> they're they're just like they're feel good movies, basically. Yeah. Yeah, this movie hits a lot of the same notes. Not that it's a bad thing that a lot of other Seth Rogen movies do of like being however old Seth Rogen is, 35 maybe? 35-ish, yeah. Yeah, and coming to grips with the fact that, oh wait, I should have grown up like 10 years ago. Mm. And Knocked Up, I feel the same way. Joe's eating an egg. <laughs> Joe eat the egg. <laughs> It's a Cadbury cream mug. It's not. It's not like I'm <clears throat> pulling a Rocky over here. Oh, God, a Rocky things, Road, maybe. These things are. You can't eat. You can't just pop these into your mouth one at a time. That's you, another you movie gotta... for my butthole, Rocky. Yep. Sure it is. Uh, yep. <laughs> so anyway. So yeah, the night before, just much like um, a movie we did a few weeks back, uh, Love the Coopers, came out la- just last year. It's fairly new, brand new to the red the red box circuit. It's red yep. boxing day. Yay! It's red boxing day here on Christmas creeps. God, we should have we should have lived with that. Yeah. Fuck. Anyway, <laughs> mistakes were made. Mm. The Christmas creeps. Mistakes were made. <laughs> That's the story of our podcast. Put that on the poster. When the we, end. When we walk into the, the the office to pitch our show to the network, that's how we're gonna that's how we're gonna lead. Mistakes were made. Yeah. So Joe got a bunch of gifts, according, including one for himself that's sitting on the table here. What the hell is that, Karen? This is a VHS tape in fairly good shape for the age, it looks like, um, with uh, these four green dudes on the front holding a stack of presents, and they have like uh, like masks over their eyes, and they're standing in front of a gold Christmas tree, and it's called We Wish You a Turtle Christmas. Oh, yeah, it's the Chud Christmas special. And other bodacious classic Christmas songs. Okay, so I definitely found that at a Goodwill for a dollar last week. Like 50 feet from your apartment, pretty much? Yeah, just down the street from me. 
Yep. Like, I didn't have to go eBay. F- like, if I went to eBay and bought this, it would be one thing. Like, that would be a thing for you guys to, like, commit me. Yeah. And know that I- something was bad wrong with me. But I walked into a Goodwill not looking for anything. And that jumped out at me on the shelf, and I had to have it. It was a dollar. I had a dollar in my pocket, and... uh it was a Christmas you know miracle. What? It sure was. Can, so now... Can I just go off on a tangent and read the fucking blurb off the back of this for a second? Go for it, because I feel like we have unfinished business with this okay. piece of shit. Because I saw something on here that just, like, horrified me. Okay. It's Christmas Eve, and the boys in green have forgotten to buy a gift for their ninja Pause. master. Pause. The boys are green. They're not in green. What the hell? It's the U.S. Army. Okay. Mm, the Green Berets? Yes. They all wear green. Their ninja master splinter. TM. <laughs> <laughs> have the fucking trademark after his name. Wow. Come along on an adventure as the turtles take off in search of the perfect gift. It's the ultimate underground celebration filled with lots of holiday songs sung turtle style as they deck the halls with pepperoni and magically discover the true meaning of Christmas giving. No, it's not. Who fucking decks the halls with pepperoni? That's a goddamn lie. What the fuck? Actually, I do remember that was a line in the song. Yeah. Um, that shit's going to smell so bad. Yeah, that's uh, that's gonna lead them right to your turtle lair. <laughs> what if they're like uh, instead of like grass garlands? What if they're using actual like pep- like sticks of pepperoni like before they're sliced? It wouldn't surprise me. Turtles are stupid. Fucking yeah. thanks for this, Christopher Entertainment. <laughs> God, but the back of that reminds me of. I mean this this even outdates me, so I don't know why I remember it. But I remember seeing a catalog for Atari games many 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 years ago. Yeah. This is this is post Atari being a thing that people gave a shit about anyway. Yeah. There was an edit for the Superman Atari game, which I played because my family had an Atari. That game made no damn sense. You were trying to rebuild a prison, I think. I've never seen the Superman movie. That might have helped me understand what the fuck is going on in the game. Um spoil uh, spoiler alert for Superman. <laughs> the last scene of Superman is Superman delivering Lex Luthor to jail to prison. I think he might have broken out of prison, he had to rebuild the prison and shove him back in it then. Wow, Lex Luthor is really strong. Yes. That is amazing. He is powered by how angry he is about being bald. I have another butt movie. What's that? Dust Boot. Nice. Okay. <laughs> Move on. Oh, man. But, uh, so that's old business. Turtles, Superman. But no, I didn't finish <laughs> to my tangent, though. <laughs> well, <laughs> in the blurb for the game, like, it was like, you're the Man of Steel working at the Daily Planet and Lex Luthor, blah, blah, blah. Every single Superman-related word, Man of Steel, Daily Planet, Lex Luthor, Lois Lane, all capitalized with a TM after it <laughs> in the middle of this, like, copy. It reminds me kind of of the opening crawl to Star Wars where this Death Star and random shit like that's capitalized. Oh, yeah. It's like every other word. U, T, M, R, T, M, on, T, M, A, T, M, mission, T, M. Yes. <laughs> Trademarks are fun that way. Yeah. We should trademark Christmas, the word Christmas. Can we do that? Uh, Is Christmas, that a thing we can do? Christmas no. Council, give us the trademark for Christmas. No, I think the Christmas Council is just uh, us. I think it's the Pope. I think we got to get in touch with uh, Francis. Well, I mean, he's like a pretty chill dude, from what I can tell. At Pontifex, can we can we trademark <laughs> Christmas? Yeah, he tweets. Yeah, we. I think we can. I think we would be. We should be able to 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 do that. Uh, we, okay. We might we might get a lot of uh, hate mail from the Bible Belt, but uh, yeah, fuck them. Who doesn't? Yeah, it's true. I mean, Nowadays, they, they, hate, they even hate each other. Yeah, it's crazy. The Bible is what keeps Jesus' robe from falling open. <laughs> yeah. I don't have any more jokes for that. I was just going to go in a one. really terrible dark direction. Okay. Oh, the Bible belts what Jesus accidentally hung himself with. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, you're thinking of David Carradine. <laughs> I was thinking of oh. Jesus Carradine. <laughs> Wow, okay. I was going to go with Judas, but okay. You do what you went, David Carradine. Oh, well, that, that's what I was thinking of. Jesus Carradine. <laughs> Would you rather be gone with Michael Hutchins? I don't care. Uh, the the what, what people do in their bedrooms by themselves with their own belts is not my business. But he did it in a Thai hotel. Whatever. It was his bedroom. He paid for it. Well, it ended up being someone's business. Yeah. Well, the police's business, I guess. <laughs> Someone's got to clean that shit up. Rest in peace, David Carradine and Michael Hutchins and Jesus. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Jesus, what about that guy? We have we have a movie to talk about this this evening. We do. Yes, waiting for Guffman. <clears throat> no. Okay, what movie are we talking about then? 
a mighty wind. <laughs> now, every time I, I try to introduce it as the night before, but I, I always in my head I always think of it as a Seth Rogen's the night before. Is that weird? <laughs> Just introduce it as that. Okay, Seth Rogen's the night before. I don't think Seth Rogen actually wrote this movie though. No, uh, a Seth Rogen joined. I think Seth Rogen and the dude who directed it wrote it together. Okay, yeah, I know they're best buds. As much writing as this movie had, which was actually not that much, right? I, and I think it was a good thing. Yeah, no, this this movie I read, like, they basically wrote the plot and the dramatic scenes, and then the rest of it was just whatever the hell they could think of. Mm-hmm. So the the interesting, the interesting thing about this movie, the way I guess we're going to jump into it, is that uh, the plot description you get from the trailers for this movie and the plot description you get from Amazon, and I'm assuming everywhere else that you rent this movie, are kind of different. They yeah. sell you on different... The completely different things. They're they're both right. It's just it's just yeah. It's just what they're trying one... to draw different audiences. I guess. Yeah, exactly. Like I think I think uh, well, basically the movie trailers play up the fact that Seth Rogen's wife gives him a big box of drugs for Christmas, and they're yes. having a crazy they're like crazy last three musketeers yeah. night on the town or whatever. Exactly. But uh, on Amazon, the the plot description hinges around uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt trying to get them into this huge secret Christmas party called the Nutcracker Ball. Right. Which the whole like running around in New York looking for a party thing just reminded me of that fucking Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist movie. Sort of, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a that's actually a good comparison. There are a lot of movies like that though that that have Michael Sarah finger banging a girl in Electric Ladyland. Yes. No, where wow. where people like end up like running around trying to get into a party or some shit. Like, yeah. I mean, that's a seems like a pretty common. Well, that's also what Superbad is about, pretty much. So, yeah, yeah. genre. Yeah. yeah, you know. Actually, yeah, it was. It's... That has Seth Rogen in it. It did. This is the so, coolest cop ever. So, I guess the best way to jump into the plot of this movie is there's three main characters. There's Joseph Gordon-Levitt. There's Seth Ethan. Rogen and Anthony Mackie. Uh, Ethan, Isaac, and Chris. Ethan is Joseph Gordon-Levitt, correct? Yes, and mm-hmm. he he and, must be the new Batman because his parents are dead. And in the beginning of the movie, he looks like Tommy Wiseau. Oh, he does, yeah. Oh, hi, movie. <laughs> Tommy Wiseau is threatening to make a new movie. Was that an April Fool's joke or is that real? I don't know. I know that James Franco is making a movie about Tommy Wiseau. Yeah, he's Wiseau. making a disaster yeah. artist movie. Yeah, but he's making the disaster artist. On April Fool's, Tommy Wiseau put out some notice saying he was making a movie called The Car, and I have no idea if it was a joke or not. And I don't know Yeesh. if I, I don't know if I wanted it to be a joke or not. Is this like after, uh, after the room? Like he doesn't have a fucking home anymore, so he lives in the car. Well, he's dead after the room. <laughs> well, but he always wanted the original ending to be revealed that he is actually a vampire, and his car takes off from the roof of his building because that's where the car was on the roof. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. Well, <sighs> is it is is it going to be a sequel to the room or is it just his next movie? I have no idea. I don't like I said I don't know if it's an April Fools joke or not. Well, Tommy is... Tommy Wiseau, get back to us, please. Well, this is bizarre. So he was just like was he just like self-flagellating by shooting himself in the fucking face <laughs> in the end of the room if he doesn't die? Spoiler alert. Well, maybe he is a vampire. I mean, that's what I'm hey, saying. James Franco, I know you name search yourself on Google all the time. Get back to us. Tell us what's going on. James yeah. Franco Council, tell us what's Give up us with Tommy Wiseau. Yeah. Give us an answer on that one. <laughs> okay, so Ethan is pretty bummed Yeah, Pretty bummed out at Christmas because his parents died at Christmas from... Drunk driver. Okay, drunk driver. And his two bros, Isaac and uh, Chris, they step up and they become his new family. And they have this... Epic bro down every Christmas Eve where they go out and they drink and they have a very specific ritual of things that they do. Yeah. yeah they go to a certain couple of bars. They go to a, they go to this one restaurant. They go to FAO Schwartz and play on the giant piano. Yeah. And they get obsessed with trying to get into this one party called the Nutcracker Ball because they see these people come into the bar after the party and they're just dressed to the nines and just having a wonderful fucking time. Right. So that's that becomes his sort of mission in life is to get into this party some way somehow. Yeah, this fucking and amazingly at epic the beginning party. Of the, at the beginning of the movie, he procures some tickets. Yeah, well, let's get to the beginning of the movie. Yeah, he yeah. he is he wants to be a musician, but he's doing it by way of working at, as an as elf. a costumed elf at a holiday party at a hotel. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, handing out hors d'oeuvres and not yeah, looking he, happy enough. Yeah, working for Kim Jong Un. Yeah. yeah, Randall Park, and yeah, he's not doing a good job, so he sends him to the coat room where he finds tickets to the Nutcracker Ball in someone's coat and steals them and basically quits his job. Yeah, out. Right. yeah. Right. 
At the same time, Isaac, who is the Jewish guy, you know, because he wears a uh, Star Davis sweater through most of the movie, mm-hmm. is about to have a baby with his wife, who is... It's Jillian Bell. Jillian the Bell, only thing yeah. I've ever seen her in is 22 Jump Street. I was going to say, it's totally not Kristen I'm, Bell. But, I know, yeah. I've or seen Lake her. Or Lake Bell. Or Taco Bell. <laughs> it's my favorite Bell. I've seen her in stuff. I just can't remember what. I, I'll, I'll I think she's got her own show on Comedy Central, I think. I'll research while you guys but, talk. Uh, yeah, so she's having a baby, and mm. she decides that it's it's basically his last night as a as not wait. It's his last night of freedom, pretty much, and because yeah. he's been so supportive and responsible and everything, she gives him a box of every drug she could buy off of Craigslist. Yes, she she, she searched it's pretty NYC much NYC drugs. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's basically a poo poo platter of drugs. It's mm-hmm. a little bit of everything, not very much of anything, but a little bit of everything. Right. And she, like one joint and like a thimble of cocaine. Yeah, and and apparently apparently a lot of mushrooms because you see him just chowing down on them uh, a couple points. But he so his so Isaac's night is dictated by how many drugs he can take. And then who's who's left? Chris. Chris is Anthony Mackie, who's now is a famous football player at age thirty four of all things. Yeah, so. gee, I wonder how that happened. Yeah, uh, but he's. So there's of, a question we had earlier. In the first Christmas, they're nineteen. Yes, okay. okay. Yeah. So they're yeah. college aged. And now they're like in their mid 30s, early to mid 30s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's, yeah, he's a, I'm sorry, I'm messing with my He's a, He's a rising star football player. They mentioned a couple times that he's just recently kind of hit it big. Yeah. And he, his, his big thing is that he has an endorsement deal with Red Bull. So they're cruising around town in a giant stretch Red Bull Hummer. Right. Uh, driven by Nathan Fielder of all people. Yeah. Jillian was Dixie in Eastbound and Down. Yeah, oh, okay. that's what I recognize her from. Is he spelling down? Yeah, she Any was. Um, yeah, she was his uh, his sister in law. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so Chris is busy spending the night uh, talking to fans and trying to score weed for his teammates. Yeah, one of his teammates is at the Nutcracker party. The quarterback, who they keep calling the the they, Messiah. Yeah, they keep calling the quarterback the Messiah because I guess he's like the best player in the league or something. Or something. Yeah. Or something. And he's just like, hey, score me some weed. And so they – apparently they're not very good at finding weed. They decide the only person they know is the guy who dealt to them in high school. Yeah. Mr. Green. Mr. Green, who will only meet them at the places he's dealt to them before, which basically means the high school or their mom's – or Chris's mom's house. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which is which is a wonderful joke. That, that's a really good, like, gimmick as a drug dealer. <laughs> and the, then – the high, like the scene where he meets them at the old high school was weird to me because when I, when like the building they used for the high school when I first saw it it's one of those buildings that you see in a lot of movies mm-hmm. and I my my first reaction was oh they're outside of that hospital from Hellboy <laughs> 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 but uh, that, that's like a high school yeah pretty much it's a high school for sick people <laughs> uh, yeah. sick people high school <laughs> did they okay so before this they they met up at a bar and then ended up that. Lizzie Kaplan, whose character's name I forget. Diana. Diana yeah. was there, and so was Mindy Kaling, who was Sarah. Sarah. Yes. Who is a coworker of either of Seth Rogen or of Jillian Bell. They they know each other, and yeah. Diana is Ethan's ex, and they broke up because Ethan totally was not going to commit to anything. Yeah, he didn't he was, want to meet her parents. He didn't want to basically be that guy anymore. Right. So Seth Rogen does a shitload of cocaine. His nose starts bleeding in Mindy Kaling's drink. They freak out, and like in the confusion end up swapping phones whoops whoop 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 Uh oh. but while he was doing coat cane he recorded a video like coat cane yeah coat cane <laughs> it was cocaine out of his coat coat cane oh that's the best <laughs> it's like pocket cocaine Nicely done you find the little like <laughs> the, 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 the best is when you wash your coat and then you find it later it's like a little present you forgot you had yeah it. just like stick a little straw down in your like <laughs> breast pocket and just sniff it right up just screen up for the movies nobody will notice yeah yeah can like me a popcorn in your pocket absolutely <laughs> Do you put popcorn but, in your pocket? Sure, why not? Okay. <laughs> I saw I saw You know thing. you can just take those bags out of the theater. They'll let you. You paid for it. Yeah. No, you take popcorn into the theater though. Oh. Oh, I see. I saw a thing where some guy was telling about how to sneak stacks into the movie. He put like a little like plastic like a inflatable flask in his breast pocket inside breast pocket of his coat. It had a straw lining like coming up his lapel. And then he had he had his pockets full of baggies of popcorn. <laughs> Why not just like go all go all out and wear like a camel pack into the theater? What? Okay, so like I'm just imagining this dude who's like fucking carrying a bunch of baggies of popcorn, like he's a fucking popcorn mule. Yeah, 
<laughs> like <laughs> sneaking. Put, we put sneak the popcorn in, someplace. The five O will never look. Sneaking into the theater and like, so, you know, he's gonna fucking sell it to the kids like just inside the theater doors yep. for a little bit less. <laughs> What the theater sells it for? This the Colombian corn. It pops really, really nice. Or yeah, what if what if they're bringing like gourmet popcorn in? I got, and, that, I got that kettle shit, man. Yeah, he's got those fucking like headies, like kettle mean. <laughs> God damn it! You know some of that ranch dust, man. <laughs> anyway, so he he records a freak out baby talk, uh, video talking about how he is totally not prepared for this baby. He, how much he fucking hates the idea of having a baby, and it completely scares the shit out of him. He's gonna... Mind you, he, at this point, he is strung out on mushrooms and cocaine. And he yes. says it's his moment of clarity, because he's in the middle right now. Yeah. yeah, And he's gonna kick that cunt down the river. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He starts screaming at the baby. Yeah. Which is <laughs> the best. And then, and then they swap phones, yeah, they swap and, phones. Ono, and Ono, Mindy Kaling, he knows something about Seth Rogen. Yeah. Or you think she does. If, if she actually looks at it. I don't think that ever comes well, up but he's afraid well he looks at her phone so you're led to believe that maybe she's looked at his phone too yeah maybe and what does he see on her phone oh he oh, so we'll, we'll get there yeah in a minute so yeah. they after after they get the weed they go they fuck around a little bit they go to fao schwartz and play a kanye west yeah, song on the piano they, they, they well, kind of do their usual routine they go to do to a chinese mm-hmm. restaurant they go to play 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 games at fao schwartz well, and ha- then what happens is they get the weed at the high school and while they're at the fucking karaoke bar it gets stolen yeah. by this like grifter no by this it's this woman claiming to be a fan of uh c c money is it called c money chris rock chris the chris yeah, rock chris's chris chris's fan it's chris roberts i think is actually the name yeah. and so. she she's probably homeless Maybe she she calls herself a Grinch and she likes to style herself after all the Christmas villains. She yeah, so especially loves Hans Gruber. He plows her in the bathroom and while they're doing that, she steals his weed because she's rifling through his pockets. Right, right. And so um, they end up having to go and buy more weed, which they meet at Chris's mom's house. And while they're there, they decide to play Goldeneye while uh, Seth yeah, Rogen's having a bad trip. Yeah, they sneak into Chris's mom's house. They sneak into Chris's room and they just yeah. sit down and just play golden oh, also we forgot a point about mr green when when chris goes and buys the weed mr green makes him smoke and says this is the this is the weed of christmas present right so we're getting some christmas carol shit going on yeah 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 there's some there's some magical stuff going on in this movie yeah um seth rogan isaac goes out to get the weed this time and he meets with uh mr green mr green makes him smoke the weed of christmas future where he sees because he's such a terrible unprepared father that his daughter is now a stripper, and he and his wife are at the strip club throwing money at her. Because nobody else will. Because nobody else will, yes. Yeah. So she, not only is she a stripper, she's also very bad at stripping. She's not ugly, she's just very untalented. But at least they're supportive parents. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. You know, you gotta find a silver lining where you can. And I, I will say, at this point in the movie, it com- I completely forgot about the whole Christmas present future past thing. Yeah. So that whole like that whole motif was sort of lost on me. It's like over your head. Yeah. I, I think it's kind of like when you're busking and you throw a couple of dollars into the guitar case beforehand so people think, oh well he must be good. People have already given him money. You go there and throw money at your daughter, then the other guy's are like, well she must be worth money. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Damn. Like a, a plant in the audience. There we go. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Plants in the audience. Um so, so then Chris the, co- oh, Isaac comes back and they all have Christmas dinner. Yeah, he accidentally wakes up their mom, which they were trying to avoid. Yeah, yeah. so she yeah. makes she forces them to have dinner. Right. And this is when Chris is, or no Isaac's phone starts blowing up. And what do we see? <laughs> he starts getting some questionable James Franco's dick text messages. It's, yeah, it's a text it's messages. a dick from a guy named James. Yeah. And yeah, you gave away the fucking secret. That's okay, we're yeah. we're spoiler happy on this That's show. True. Yeah. So yeah, he's. Still at this point convinced it's his phone, so it's like, he's like, oh, nice dick, dude. I wish I had one of those. Yeah. And the dude's like, you want to suck it? He's like, oh, all I've done before is I touched a dude's dick at camp, I guess. Yeah. He's like, I've never sucked a dick so before. While, while he's whacked out of his mind, he starts entertaining some thoughts. And, and it's uh, like, yeah, he's like, he's down with it. Right. Like, okay, I guess I'm going to suck a dick tonight. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And then. The uh, fatalism in this guy. Yeah, it's crazy. It's amazing. He, he's just like, so go with the flow. It's awesome. And where do they go when they leave? When they leave, that's when they split. No, no, that's when they they find the girl that stole Chris's weed and they start yeah. chasing her. Yeah, because they're gonna go take the mom's like here, take some leftovers down to the homeless shelter. Yeah, and they see her there. She's she's she, she she's is sticky bandits some money out of the ho- the, yes. ho- the Salvation Army tray. And in in her altercation with Chris, she steals his second batch of weed. 
That was in a dice container. Yeah, a uh, a chess X dice container. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Because this movie's like that. Yeah. And they split up. Um, Isaac ends up tripping out and trying to use the Find My Phone app on Sarah's iPhone and asks uh, Joseph for help. Yeah, he 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 winds up in front of a church and starts talking to the nativity nativity statues for help. Right. Joseph, and they start talking back. Yeah. yeah the statue says his yeah. name is Spencer. His name is Spencer. And this is his family. His interracial family. His dogs. And he starts petting the dogs and he looked down and they're goat and they're like donkeys and goats. Yeah, like little plastic like. And they nativity start saying, oh, pet, splitting your room for everyone. Yeah. And then Isaac's wife shows up with her family. And they they are not Jewish, they are Christian. They are super Christian and they so they go to midnight mass and they convince him to go in with them and Well, he convinces himself to go in. Well, she's she's trying to make him leave. Right. But but once he's once they see him they're like, "Oh yeah, come on in." Yeah. And he's like, "All right, I'm I'm high enough that I'll do this." And he starts freaking the fuck out because, "Oh, it's that Jesus guy that we killed apparently." Yeah. And he's wearing the big Star David sweater still, so he's oh. freaking the fuck out. <laughs> and, and also a baby says, fuck you to him. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so... But he he freaks out. And he gets sick. Throws up in the middle of the church and runs the hell out. Mm, runs out screaming, we did not kill Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you were wondering. Yeah. At the same time, Chris is chasing down the weed girl, catches her on a rooftop. She's like, why are you chasing me instead of spending time with your friends? What the fuck's wrong with you? And jumps off the roof into a... And like she, a, she goes, Hans Gruber went out this way and jumps off into a, jumps off the roof. Into like a big, big uh, dumpster full of, of uh, yeah. safe, safe, soft it's, trash. It's like that Mythbusters episode that yeah, we saw like yeah. five times yeah. at your parents' house. Yeah, where they, where they were jumping into a dumpster full of foam. Yeah, they, they were trying to see if it was realistic to escape from bad guys by jumping in a, in a dumpster of trash. I sincerely wish that when she jumped out of the dumpster and ran across the street that she just got hit by a taxi, like total like the ending of No Country for Old Men style of just like, here's just some awful shit happens right. to him too out of nowhere. Why? Because this is our fucking movie. We can do that. Yeah. Because 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 chaos, you know, chaos reigns basically. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, you remember what I'm talking about, right? The yeah, end of, yeah, the yeah. End of mm-hmm. a country, oh, country for No Men, Anton Shire like kills Llewellyn's like wife or mother, I he think. Kills his, he kills his wife, yeah. And, and then, then he goes down the street and gets into a nasty fucking car wreck, like, just five minutes before the credits, and just, like... Just walks away. Yeah, walks off with a broken arm with bones sticking out or some shit. Yeah. yeah. It's just, like, there's no reason for it. It doesn't add anything to the movie. I mean, he's gonna survive it, yeah. probably. It's just... He, like, steals a kid's bike or something. It's... Yeah. It's... 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 A, it's, a, it's... It's been a while since I've seen it. I, there is definitely a reason, and it's basically just that, like yeah. I said, chaos reigns and fuck you. Yeah, the reason is no reason, yeah. Yeah. The but, reason is you. Yes, the reason is me. I am chaos. I'm the guy in the Allstate commercials, get, get I guess. F- no, that's mayhem. Mayhem. Get yeah. the fuck out of here with your hooba snag. <laughs> that's that's the band name for my butt. There you go. <laughs> Any, so anyway, well, the all band this name for my butt is Three Dog Night. <laughs> Anyway, so while all this is happening, Ethan gets into an altercation with a couple of assholes in, a, in Santa costumes. One is Jason Jones, and the other is Jason Mansukas. Yeah. Um. And what is their deal anyway? They're just a couple of dickheads. They're, they're just being assholes. They're just drunk as hell, just like pissing in a gutter, pretty much. And they're, he's mad they're talking at... about taking a dump in the Santa suit. Yeah, yeah and, and... and he's mad at them for ruining the spirit of Christmas, and like picks a fight with them, which they win. But the entire time, they're like. What is this about? You're not pissed off at us. What are you really pissed off yeah, about? Yeah, they, right. they actually like kind of get under his yeah. skin. A little well, he bit. punches the guy because he's like uh, some. He makes like a "Oh, your mommy and daddy" like type comment. Yeah, you know. Yeah, which he's a little salty about, obviously. But then he like rubs it in. Like he punches him and knocks him to the ground, and he just screams like, "I'm a third grade teacher. I teach America's future." Yeah, the other kid's yes. like, "I'm a th- orthopedic surgeon." Yeah, yeah. Dick. Oh man. <laughs> Oh man! But, just, just like, just dig the knife in and twist it a little bit more. Why don't you? I like Why how you're, you're holding a letter. Yeah, opener I was yet. gonna say you're like doing this with, with a letter opener. <laughs> uh, we like we like our prop comedy here on Christmas Absolutely. Creeps. You can't even see it. He's nope. just that dedicated to it. Christmas creeps. The only pro- the only podcast with prop comedy. It's like that one time we had a mailbag. Yeah. Uh, jokes was that on christmas creeps or nerd lingering it was like episode two of christmas creeps okay shamelessly stealing it from other podcasts that's what we do here so the three three best friends reconvene this is the part of the movie where they have a fight they have a fight on a subway train and it shit gets real yeah shit gets like super real at the end of this movie and they hash out all their shit eat they you know explain why ethan is so pissed off and chris reveals that he's he's juicing up 
which mm-hmm. they they knew, but he, he did hope they didn't know. Right, they knew, right. but he basically had to say it out loud. Yeah, because how else is a thirty-four-year-old going to be a rising star in the NFL? Right. Meanwhile, yeah. Isaac is still just standing on the sidelines, like high out of his fucking mind. Yeah, he's um, on the NFL. He's in the NBA, isn't he? No, he's a football player. Yeah. He's oh, a okay. Player. I thought he was a basketball player. Yeah, because the quarterback. Oh. I, there are no, I think there are no quarterbacks in basketball. I missed that oh. part that he was a quarterback. No, no, no. The Messiah is a quarterback and he's his teammate. Oh, okay. He's probably yeah. he wasn't very fast chasing that girl down. Otherwise, I'd say he's a running back or something like that. Yeah, he's built kind of like a receiver type dude, though. Yeah, he's he, he's Anthony Mackie is totally built like a receiver. He's a he's he, yeah. he's buff, but he's a little guy. Well, that's what that's what I was thinking. Like he's like a skinny dude. Yeah. So I figured that he was like a basketball player or something. Because <laughs> usually they're pretty like lean. Well, getting back into it, uh, they reconvene, they hash out their shit, everybody's okay, then they make it to the party. Yes. And the party is fucking nuts. It's off the fucking they, chain. They they go into this little bodega, and they give their tickets to some some uh, shopkeeper, and they go into this room where they get on this tiny little They choo- get into a freezer. And, they, know, they, they, get on, freezer. they get on the Polar Pineapple Express. They get on this tiny little choo-choo train with, like, Christmas lights everywhere and spinning, like, lights flashing and it's it's god it's magical it's like they're going up the nutcracker's digestive system i wonder oh. if there was a regular entrance that everyone who wasn't just fucked out of their minds used while these guys are just we gotta ride the magic choo-choo i guess I they, went to, they so. went to the address next door <laughs> <laughs> you went in the wrong way you went in the back door they they kind of did if they came up out his mouth well I, they, this, they entered the room he, through a nutcracker's mouth is what i'm saying he, here's he, okay here are some words that are about to exit my mouth Okay. Uh, the the back door was the fun entrance. <laughs> God damn it! Exit through the gift shop. <laughs> so yeah, they went in through the outdoor. Yep. And and then we start we start resolving plot lines at this point. Yeah. Uh, think people start reconvening. Everybody everybody's together in one room. Right. Phones uh, get switched back. They switch phones back, and Mindy Kaling's like, "You didn't look at my phone." I was like, "Oh yeah, I saw that. That's pretty fucking amazing." Yeah. And then James Franco walks up. Like yeah. we had guessed earlier on that it was James Franco. What is James Franco? He's on the cast list, and he wasn't in the movie yet. Yeah. 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 And yeah, she's like. So this is James, and then he and fucking Seth Rogen just start. They just buddy up like it's fucking. Uh, yeah, this they is bro the end out. Over again. Yeah, yeah, and they're they're like super ready to go and get down dirty, like. Mm-hmm. And at the end, he James goes home with Mindy, and she's like, "I think you're gay." He's like, "Not right now, I'm not." <laughs> <laughs> Pretty fucking great line. <laughs> I like that too. But yeah, she gets mad because Seth Rogen is a uh, totally co- cock blocking her. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, and it, and it's totally working too. Which yeah. Is the best part. Then uh, Ethan runs into Miley Cyrus, and she convinces him to propose to uh, Diana. Yeah. Miley Cyrus, played convincingly by Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Yeah. I like the fact, though, that it seemed like this was, like, the real heartfelt, like, awesome moment that fucking Miley Cyrus is getting it. But no, she just gave him some bad advice. Yeah. Yeah, because he proposes in the middle of singing Wrecking Ball. She says yes because... The entire party staring at her. Yeah. Yes. They're like, on, you have to say yes. Yeah. Later on, she's like, there's no fucking way you put me on the spot. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, that ha- this, this seems to happen a lot. And it's it's like one of those, uh, it's it's like social media's favorite thing is to like put up videos of uh, of um, big, big outlandish proposals. Right. And what are you, how do you, how do you not say yes? To yeah, I've, I've that seen, is such a terrible idea. I've seen one where, it, the, where they said no, and it was in the middle of a basketball game. I've seen that. Yeah. And the, and the, and the mascot was just like, oh, we'll get him next time, slugger. Oh, Jesus. He didn't say that, but he had, he had that total like, ah, oh, cheer. Yeah, oh, he, like, he just like, like shrugged his shoulders and like, well, like that. Yeah, yeah kind of like, oh, whatever. And put his arm around the guy and let him off. Yeah. What uh, if somebody does that, but like they plan it that way? Like some couple does that and it's just like a total like performance art piece. So that they go viral. Maybe. And then they get on, like, Good Morning America and, like, why didn't, you know? And then uh, what's-her-face, uh, what's-her-face? I was going to say Charlie Rose. is. is <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's-her-face Charlie Rose is, good, like. Good old lady so, Charlie Rose. Tom Snyder. Rose, excuse so, me. So so what's the deal? Why didn't you, why, why say no to this man? Right. And then he shows up and they actually, like, get engaged on live TV, which is what they really wanted to do. Yeah. Good job. We just gave someone a nice long game. That's a that's a nice long con. Hate, if, 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 hey, if, if if any of you out there are listening and you actually pull this off, we demand to have one of your friends outside the window holding up a giant ChristmasCreeps.com poster. Okay? Uh, okay? And some fucking, like, kickbacks. Give hey, us some money. Charlie Rose cancels and some Charlie Rose. Okay. Uh, I want yeah. a piece of wedding cake. <laughs> well, you're yeah. going to get that in a couple months anyway. 
Congrats. Oh, yeah. That's right. Anyway. <laughs> I, have to, I have to earn that fucking wedding cake in a couple of months, though. God damn. I went, for, I went just for no effort on my part. Too bad. Fuck. Um... So and Joe's just like weirded out now. No, I'm just I'm, I'm just like wow. You guys don't even dance around it. Just oh no, there's, there's no dancing around it. Um, no, we're, no, I'm not doing the fucking chicken dance or that. What's that cha cha slide? Fuck that noise. God, I hate that. Oh no, song. line dances are terrible. It's not Fuck where I was them. going, but okay. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I, I know what path you're going on. I just refuse to go down. It. Okay, yeah. That's fair. Um. So, okay. So she says no, and they fight and. Ethan ends up like. Oh, I'm sorry. Ethan ends up on the roof with Mr. Green, who's like, "Yeah, this is my party. Remember that party I invited you guys to like four hours ago? This is it." You- and then, and then he drops an amazing like Green Green Gatsby, Great Gatsby reference on him. Yeah, like, oh, this is actually kind of brilliant. <laughs> he th- well, yeah. That then it raises a bunch of questions, like, okay, why is Mr. Green throwing these parties? Who is Mr. Green trying to like attract and right. get back? Who's Daisy? Yeah, who's his Daisy? Who's his Daisy? Yeah. So does that make his Ethan, uh, or does that make Ethan his uh, Nick Carraway? Like what? Yes. Yeah. Like you know, you you can't introduce. And the Nutcracker is the eyes of T.J. Eckelberg. <gasps> and who gets hit by a car? Um, uh, the the Grinch lady. Yeah. Oh, okay. Should have. Yes. Should have in a perfect world. So then, yeah. So Chris resolved, like, he's going up to the quarterback. He's like, hey, I didn't get any weed. And the quarterback's like, yeah, we got this shitload of weed anyway. It's like, well, why did oh, you ask me to get you some? What a kick in the dick, man. Yeah, he had, like, a wheelbarrow full of weed. Well, that's what What's-Her-Face was saying, like, you know. Or it was a sleigh, I think, but still. Yeah. But, you know, he, he, the, him, him getting the weed is, is such a. It was a, inconsequential. A, yeah, it's a chump move, and he's just getting played. Mm-hmm. And then you see, like, this giant sleigh full of weed. Everybody's bringing in weed. He's, telling, he's calling everyone and telling them to bring him weed, and yeah. everyone's bringing it because he's the fucking Messiah. Or there was right. already weed there to begin with because it's Mr. Green's party. Right. You know? oh, oh, of course. Yeah, he's Mr. Green. Um, but no, before, before um, Isaac and, and Chris get kicked out of the party, what happens? So, yeah, Isaac, like, starts <laughs> stumbling around and, like... He just has, like, a bunch of, like, fucking, uh... Oh. Yeah, how does... No, how does this thing go? First, Chris gets into a fight with the quarterback over the quarterbacks just treating him like shit for, like... Because he's the no. quarterback and he's allowed to do that, I guess. Well, I- Isaac stumbles over, like, one of those giant balls that are just hanging around. Yeah, and it, it, like, it, it, one it, of it, the like, smashes into a, a, a yeah, no, cocktail no, waiter. Be- before this, Chris and the quarterback had a fight no, no, or no, something. This is, this no, this is, is after. Because this is because of Isaac. Oh, okay. And then, like, Isaac bumps into the quarterback, knocks him into, like, a wall with a bunch of Christmas lights and spiky shit, and, like, fucks up his hands. Fucks up the... the he, he nails the fucking Messiah to the wall. Yeah. Yes. And... And then someone yells the, that he crucified the Messiah. Yeah, and then the team gets, jumps all over him, and that's when... Yeah, then Chris, Chris jumps in. They already had a fight about something. I think it was just about, you know, I'm famous, you're the little bitch running back yeah, or whatever. but then they, it, it blows up. Yeah, he jumps in with his giant phone basically saying, who follows me on Twitter? Literally the entire party raises their hand, and he's like, mm-hmm. this will be on TMZ tomorrow if you touch him. Yeah. They, so yeah. they run out the party and get tossed out by the bouncers, steal the bouncers, Rudolph knows. <laughs> now, where I thought this was going was that um, Isaac fucks up uh, the, what's the, what's the character's name? The Messiah character. Oh, uh, something Owens. Oh, it's okay. So I don't want to keep calling him the Messiah. Basically. Terry Owens, maybe? Terry maybe? Owens, sure. So he fucks up Terry Owens' hand, which I thought was going to be an introduction to to Chris being promoted to like team quarterback or something. That's not how football it's, works. It's, I know that's not, but I thought that's where they were going with it, was that he accidentally gets his friend a promotion. Right. By the way, it's not Terry Owens, it's Tommy Owens. Yeah, who the t- fuck is Terry Owens? Terrell then? Owens is who we're thinking of, actually. Oh, is that okay, an actual football okay. player? Wow. I do not know my football, and I'm sorry. Yeah, Terrell Owens is a wide receiver, um, retired, played for who gives a shit. Okay, I guess these these guys play for like the Eagles or something. So everybody, everybody at the end of the at the end of the movie is back together and bros, you know, bros, bros before hoes. Yeah, but apparently, yeah, Mr. Green has. JGL smoke the weed of Christmas past where he learns about why they even got together in the first place and it was because it's it's about the friends not about what yeah. it's not about what they're doing it's about they're doing it together because they spend their first Christmas together smoking weed drinking a flask of whiskey and, and playing golden yeah they smoke a joint drink a flask of whiskey between the three of them and play golden eye and yeah. then, but then they they say okay we're here's all the great shit we're gonna do mm-hmm. you know we're gonna go to F.E.O. Schwartz and play on the big piano we're gonna go to a Chinese restaurant we're gonna uh, the karaoke. karaoke and it's just like it's like in it's like in that scene from Shaun of the Dead when Ed mm-hmm. explains like what they're gonna do and it's just like the whole plot of the movie yeah but it's backwards because they just did all that mm-hmm. yeah and it's the stuff they do every Christmas which is also like in Rocky Horror Picture Show where the sweet transvestite song is literally the plot of the movie oh yeah yeah it is I forgot about that 
Oh, of course it is. It's a musical. But yeah, that's how musicals work. They, <laughs> the song, one song explains everything. Yeah, it also yes. explains like all of the twists. Once you know the twist, you're like, oh yeah, that song was literally about what happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so they end up, and then once they get, he's like, Isaac's like, oh shit, I have 96 missed calls. Guess she's going into labor. So they they rush to the hospital. It's a false false alarm. They make up over the fact that she he shows her the video. She finds it hilarious and says that she's freaking the fuck out about having a baby too. So it's okay if he does. Exactly. So yeah. Every, so everybody's cool. Like I was afraid this was going to go the direction of like like a typical kind of like comedy or romantic mm-hmm. comedy where somebody fucks up and then they get it gets held against them forever. Yeah. Chris kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chris goes back to his mom's house and spends Christmas with her, like she should be doing to begin with. What the yeah. hell? Yeah. And he, he was avoiding her to begin with. Yeah, and then. Yeah. Uh, and he admits to her that he's been using steroids. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, da, 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 Ethan goes over to Diana's, Diana's house, her parents' house, actually, and actually goes in with her. Yeah. And s- says that he's ready to do her mom. And then. It- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's ready to finally meet her parents. You know, meet. Meet them. Quote meet, meet them with some meat. Yeah. M-E-A-T, her parents. I have nipples, Ethan. Can you milk me? <laughs> I'd love to find out. <laughs> <laughs> um then it, you know it jumps ahead a, a year later and everybody is together like all three of their families are are having christmas together which is just fucking right. lovely and, yeah and they have like a year old baby and uh they you know the the movie ends with you know as isaac's baby can't sleep so yeah. the three of them go into the crib go into the bedroom and i swear i thought they were gonna pull a uh full house on us and have them sing the flintstones theme oh dear god no but you instead, just think that because you just watched fuller house yeah you, yeah your brain's tainted yeah, by that yeah, you nailed it but instead no they they, they sing a very lovely uh, uh arrangement of christmas in hollis because that's what they do at the karaoke bar oh man it was kind of beautiful that's that's uh the entire plot yeah. Of the oh, night before. No, no, it's not. No, no, no. Okay, so when they are rushing to go find the baby, they find Mr. Green's car just sitting on the side of the road mm-hmm. and Shit, steal it. Yeah, and then Mr. Green walks around the corner and goes, my work here is done, grows wings and flies off into the sky. Yeah. Which, he like fucking shoots into the sky like Superman. Yeah. Which we called, which we totally yeah. called because every Christmas movie has to have that one magical character. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm, I'm glad we haven't, we have, there's not been a Christmas movie we've reviewed so far that has had like a quote unquote magical Negro in there and it has their... I really hope not. Um. Mm, well, let's see. What movies have had magical whatevers in it? And Christmas with the Cranks, definitely had Santa, the old guy, the old guy who looked mm-hmm. like Don Knotts, kind of. Yeah. Remind me of Don Knotts. Yeah, yeah. There was the dog in Love the Coopers. Yes, that's right. I mean, the dog. Uh, no. There was Santa, the grandpa in Home Alone, in Bone Alone, in Bone Alone. Yeah. Um, I think that's, right. that's it. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. Okay, so fortunately, none of our magical Santas have been black so far. I mean, not, not that they can't be. <laughs> what the fuck? Not that fortunately. They, not that they can't be. Joe fucking what I'm confirmed saying, for racist. What I'm saying is the magical Negro thing is such a weirdly um, a, a weirdly prevalent thing in movies that, I, that I'm glad that they haven't done a Christmas version of it yet, is what I'm saying. Well, there, I mean, there probably has been. We just haven't there, watched oh, it. Uh, certainly, but we haven't come across There's it There's got to be, like, a fucking, like, Morgan Freeman somewhere. Oh, yeah. Like, if, if Bruce Almighty had just been a Christmas movie, <laughs> we'd game over. We'd be done. But fortunately, that's not how this thing works. So the, the end of the movie after the credits shows... That the narrator all along, who's Tracy Morgan, is actually Santa, and they show all of his children, and Mr. Green is sitting in the back as, as one of his children. Yeah. And yeah. he's like, you did a good job, son. Thanks, Pop. So we're left to believe that either... Hang on. So Mr. Green is basically both Jesus and Clarence, and Tracy Morgan is God Santa. Yes. And Mr. Green is also Buddy the Elf. Yes. Yeah. Why not? What's his favorite color? Green. Yeah, of course. It's my favorite color. It was Mr. Green in the party with the weed. <laughs> okay. So I, I think we can all agree. I think we all had a pretty good time with this movie. Yeah. Am I, am I, uh, I actually, correct? Yeah. As we were watching it, um, you know, I went ahead, I decided to just go ahead and fucking voice it for all of us, I guess, that, um, movies like that, when I see the previews, like, I know they're going to be dumb and they're either going to be dumb in a way that I really like. Or a way that I really hate, you know, I, n- I never know which until I watch it. And this was a movie that was, like, super stupid in a way that I really liked. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, Seth Rogen movies tend to kind of be either one or the other for me. Yeah. Like, a lot of, a lot of them kind of hinge on like a lot of uh like weed humor and drug mm-hmm. jokes and as as a a sad fucking dork who's like as 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 straight as you can get unless you're talking about booze um <laughs> a lot of that just flies over my head not flies over my head yeah. i get it but like I, a lot of it does you, nothing you just me. haven't lived it i don't yeah, yeah. It's, it's just not for me and but i still found this movie fucking hilarious yeah even, even appreciate like it. a lot of that yeah i appreciated a lot of that so yeah it, it worked for me when i thought it really kind of wouldn't yeah and i mean that stuff usually like i'm pick i can be particular about it but he like he obviously is a fucking weed lord so oh yeah i i mean coming from a person who has also lived that life <laughs> He's been about that Seth Rogen life. Yes, I've been about that that good, good Seth Rogen boy <laughs> yeah, life. Seth Rogen is kind of hit and miss for me. Like, Zack and Mira is kind of like, what the hell ever, you know? I think well, it more has Kevin Smith. Yeah, that's a Kevin Smith problem. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a Seth Rogen problem. But, like, Superbad I really liked. Uh, what else have I seen of his? This is the end. I was kind of like, eh, Yeah, I was, I was on. kind of, I was okay on that one. Yeah. It was all right. Um, but I liked this one a lot, though. Yeah, this was... This movie seemed almost tailor-made to, like, appeal to our interests. As well, in, it just referenced a bunch of Christmas movies because why the hell not? Well, and this yeah. movie too was kind of like the like human condition for millennials. Like it really was. Like we're all kind of either in our mid thirties or getting there. Yeah, and we're starting to freak out because either we haven't gotten our shit together yet, or we. Well, do. Well, I'm the oldest one. We are I, getting I, there, not there yet. Yes. Hang on. Hey, just let me make my point here. We we either don't have our shit together yet, or we almost do, and it's terrifying. Right. So this is this is very much what like that movie kind of. Yeah, speaks to you know because like the generations before like you know families were like completed by our age and oh yeah you had a house and two kids and a car by then yeah, yeah I mean, had, like the fucking American I mean, if I would have been born like five years earlier I would have been a trust fund baby problem solved you know yeah yeah but um yeah you know as it is now you know like we're what thirty almost thirty two thirty and twenty nine yeah. you know and. And we're still like kids, basically. Am we're I, just it, like big kids. Am I the youngest person at this table? Yeah, but just by a little bit, okay, by a few months. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, that's okay. Little baby Joseph. Get <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah, Brad in here. Brad would win the title for youngest grandpa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's the youngest and the most grandfatherly of us all. Oh, hi, Brad. We miss you. We miss you, Brad. Um, that makes it sound like Brad's dead. He's not dead. He's just out there listening somewhere. Yeah. Brad's <laughs> just in another state. He's yeah. not dead. He's just dead to us because he moved away. <laughs> he says next time he comes back, he has a VHS for us to watch. So we need to find a quote VHS player. End mm-hmm. quote. Yes. AKA a VCR. Yes. Mm-hmm. AKA a videotape player. <laughs> what if we get like a Betamax player? <laughs> Sorry, Brad. <laughs> One quick tangent. One time I was at a Goodwill. This was like five years ago, and they had an entire like somebody had dropped off their entire collection of Betamax tapes. Oh shit! For like a buck a piece, and I stood there for like ten minutes debating about whether or not to buy them. Oh, there were no, there was not a Betamax player in the store. I do not have one. I don't know where to find one. But I thought uh, eBay. I sh- well, yeah. But I thought I should buy these Betamax tapes. If I bought them. They would be in a box somewhere still to this day. But you would have They'd be them. over there behind your chair where that box of laser discs is. Exactly. Exactly. I have a you, box of laser discs you that I can't play because I don't have a laser you disc. You should have fucking bought them because then what, you can what, open up a museum to dead formats. No 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 no. What what was it what what what, what movies were there? Um, let's see. There was When Harry Met Sally, I think. Yeah, whatever. Was one of them. Star Trek two. Star eh. Trek three. Wrath good. Rathacon three, eh. Um what else? I think uh, a couple of gangster movies or something, but like nothing. Not like Goodfellas or anything. No, nothing or... good. Nothing. Nothing people would want. You know. Well, wasn't one of the problem with the Betamax was that the like maximum running time for a tape was super short. Yeah, I think, and I think with Betamax they had to like crop some of the not crop the videos, but like edit them down mm-hmm. to fit the tapes. Wasn't it supposed to be like a higher quality? format though, it was, that, though. that's probably that's why it yeah. was but they were shorter tapes and porn was on vhs which is the real reason vhs won yeah that's the real reason any platform wins you know what where does where does the porn go <laughs> i don't know is that that's that that's the new Elvis song <laughs> yes where does the porn oh, go oh baby baby where did my porn go <laughs> oh but uh, back back to the night before, the thing that I loved the most about this movie was its use of music, because yes. because 
This movie basically just found a copy of the Home Alone 2 soundtrack and just inserted it into the movie wherever it could. Yeah. Except for the Die Hard scene where there was the Die Hard music and stuff. Well, yeah. That wasn't fucking that was Beethoven. But it was but it was specifically it, the, was. it was specifically the Beethoven from Die Hard. Well, yeah, yeah I no, mean, it was in they mentioned Die Hard like seven or eight times in that scene too. That was the yeah, Die Hard scene of the that movie. That was the Die Hard scene, yeah. No, I mean I know it was obviously like the Die Hard scene. I'm just I'm just nitpicking on you because but, you're calling it the Die Hard music, but it's well, it yeah. fucking Beethoven. But it is the Die Hard music now. That's the thing. Nowadays you hear that music and you're like, Oh, that's Die Hard. Well, for some people it's the Peggle music as well. Okay. Or for some people, it's fucking Beethoven, because okay. I grew up with classical music. Okay, Grandma. <laughs> I didn't see Die Hard until I was, like, 29 years old. You didn't see Die Hard until, like, a year Maybe ago. I don't have to wait for Brad to come back to get some fucking Werther's Originals up in here. <laughs> Got any ribbon candy? He'll bring us some nickel nips. Any, any, like any of those, like, little strawberry candies that have, like, the gooey strawberry center? Oh, shit. I'd say something about knitting, but... Go fuck yourself. Wow. I, I introduced when uh, I introduced Jonathan to nickel nips a couple of really? weeks ago. Yeah, you know the little wax. Oh, the little the little wax bottles. soda bottles that taste like just sugar water. Yeah, yeah they're pretty good. Tastes like concentrated Kool Aid. I introduced my brother to bottle caps the other day. Oh, really? He'd never had them before. He was like, "What are these?" And it's like, "It's just sweet tarts shaped like bottle caps, <laughs> <laughs> but they're all soda flavored." What if you play? Uh, what if you play that like fucking game where you flip bottle caps with them? They break. Oh, it would break. Um, but yeah, the the Home Alone music. I feel like it's specifically Home Alone too because they're in New York. Yeah, um, yeah. But and the Sticky Bandit reference too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're very subtle about it. They don't use like the like typical Home Alone music. They use like the interstitial yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They use like the around like and, the incidental music. Yeah, yeah. And if you're a, a, a dork like me, you catch it really quick. Yes. And um, well, especially yeah, a movie there. dork like you. You know, All right, fucking host of a Christmas podcast like me, you know this stuff. Um, but I like that, and I like that they use like um, that Darlene Love song from Gremlins, and you mm-hmm. know, just a bunch of different music cues from other Christmas movies. And I, I'm like, I'm pretty sure there was some music from Elf in there too. I would need to go back and watch Elf to, to really know, but never seen Elf. It, it sounded like Elf music. That's one to add to the list. Yeah, we gotta get we gotta get to Elf. Yeah, that's. Elf is one of those movies where, like, it's one that everybody knows and everybody likes, so I'm kind of he- reluctant to talk about it. Yeah, we should go over that some, like, sometime, just in general. Like, are there any movies we won't cover just because? Um, well, I mean, where do you draw, draw the line? Because we've already done Die Hard and we've yeah. already done, like, Gremlins. I insisted on Die Hard. Uh, I, I, fine. I would say yeah. we might not want to do Christmas Vacation because... We would, we would just sit here talk about how great Christmas vacation was and be like five five bye everyone. Yeah, I think the I think the big three are, would have to be Christmas vacation, a Christmas story, and it's a wonderful life. Yeah, that's a good that's a that's good list. Maybe Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, like one See, like the, 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 the old, first one. Yeah, the old ass version. Yeah. Or if we did Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, we would, we would probably want to watch both of them and then just talk about them together. That sounds like work though. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not we're not about work on this show. Clearly, <laughs> obviously. I don't know. What do you guys think? <laughs> I, no, I think your original list of three, because I didn't grow up watching Christmas Vacation, but I know Jonathan did and a lot of people do, mm-hmm. but I did fucking watch the shit out of It's a Wonderful Life every year, mm-hmm. and like a little bit later on when I was a teenager, I started like on my own, I started catching Christmas Story like every year. Right. So those are like, you know, Christmas classics. Right. And th- those are the kind of the untouchables, basically. Right. And I feel like Elvis- the, the Holy Trinity. Yeah. I feel like Elf is getting there because because like everywhere you go, people just go nuts over it. Yeah, like I've never I've never seen it, but it seems like everybody fucking loves Elf. I just, I just always I've, figured it would be like one of those stupid ass Will Ferrell movies. I've seen it once, and I'm more entertained by the Elf Facebook stickers than I am by the movie. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, other than bad, no, the bad movie, but those are great stickers though. Those I, are some delightful stickers. I can't talk about dumbass Will Ferrell movies though because I do love Anchorman. You're an angry well, I mean, Elf. You might actually love Elf, to be honest. I, it's a little more sincere and feel good than the rest, but yeah. it's yeah, it, it it it's heart is definitely in the right place. Like it is, it is totally like a a, a good Christmas movie. It's just mm-hmm. I don't know how much fodder there is for us to like make fun of for an hour right. to watch it. Here's an interesting thing about Night Before to okay. kind of try to get the Christmas yeah. the Polar Express back on track. Bring it on home. 
a lot of times when we go into these tangents of this movie reminds me of this other movie, it's like, that's bad because it's like, you know, you're reminding me that a better movie exists right now and I'd rather be watching that. Right. I never got the feeling in this movie of I would rather be watching Home Alone, I'd rather be watching Die Hard, etc. when they made all these Die Hard Home Alone references. Mm-hmm. Right. Because they're they're they know these movies back and front and they are clever enough to talk about them or and and reference them in ways that aren't like in your face. Yeah. And also the movie Ex- was except for was like Oh yeah, okay. That that was that, that almost felt like obligatory though. It's like we have to do this, yeah, don't like, we? They they went the whole movie without making an an obvious, clear on the nose Home Alone reference, and at the end, Seth Rogen finally just said "fuck it" and he played like ah, like in, yeah. into the camera. Like you have to do that, <laughs> Kevin. You're 29 years old. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But yeah. Oh, there also there was that one scene where where what's her face Grinch like thwarts. She's, she throws them into micro she throws machines. Down micro in the machines yeah, like she home alone me. She, like, yeah, and then fucking Seth Rogen walk, ran, runs up and is like, "Are these micro machines?" <laughs> but yeah, like it's it also it's a good enough movie where you don't think I should be watching this other movie, which exactly. is clearly better too. Yeah. Exactly. It it doesn't while it, it calls attention to them, it doesn't do so in a way that makes you like you said you you don't want to just turn this off and go watch yeah. something else. It's because it, because this movie loves Christmas movies as much as we do. You know, like in Bone Alone, when they start talking about Jaws, it's like, you know, I could just turn this off and go fucking watch Jaws. Yeah, that's what you want me to do. It, that was just kind of like... It's out of nowhere. That was like a fever dream. Yeah. I, I kind of liked that part <laughs> of Bone Alone. Just an extended five-minute scene where, all right, I guess we're doing Jaws now. Yeah. <laughs> Good Lord. That was so bizarre. But yeah, this movie, it was interesting, too, because it was just like super wacky the whole time. But it was it was like a wacky that I, I'm not I don't normally care for wacky, but it was like the it was sort of like realistic. Wacky. It was like the stupid that I that I enjoy. Um, And then but at the end, it got like really like sincere and genuine. Mm-hmm. It you got know? serious. Yeah. Yeah. The movie you say to suddenly grow up at the end. Yeah. 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 So. Whoa. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So I I don't know that was kind of interesting too. I brownie liked it. points, yeah, brownie points for that. Yeah. So yeah, I think this movie was kind of specifically made for us. Like they found out there was somebody out there doing a Christmas podcast, and they said, yeah. you know what, let's 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 throw them a bone. Yeah, they just like pushed the millennial button. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know. Oh man. So uh, final, I guess final thoughts on uh, the night before. If not for one, it, the only thing I would like is if a like, certain character got hit by a car, which is a weird thing. I say that about a lot of movies, actually, but yeah. not in the, not out of like Spider Mouse, just because it would have made that scene so much better if she just ended up in a freak accident. Yeah, it's, in this in this case, you you have a specific reason for it, right? Yeah, not, not wishing just re- out of malice. Yeah, not wishing revenge on her. Just like that's the perfect like she should not get away scot free on her character. She should like at the very least like like fall face first to a fucking gutter or something like that when she's well, running and away. It just would have yeah. been like a funny, like really terrible slapstick moment. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, that's what it needs. It needs, it needs like just a, a bullshit slapstick moment just to remove any tension from the scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you, yeah, because, because she's a Grinch and Grinches don't get all, you know, get away, mm-hmm. get away with, with murder. <laughs> but they do get or if she like ju- Or if she like jumped on St. Bernard and wrote it off, maybe. Oh my god! The, the, the scene needed something other than her just her, her just running off, right? And like yeah, winning yeah, yeah. the day. Yeah, she but, needed. The, she either, either need to win the day in a ridiculous fashion or get into a freak accident. One, yeah. You know what? One year later, she should have showed up at their Christmas dinner with a big bag of weed. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and her heart grew three sizes that day. Or just she's fucking married to Chris now. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> Jesus I, I was a too much sister. Maybe she was at the Christmas party. I, yeah you never know maybe she's mrs green that's how mr green keeps his business going she's mrs green but she's married to chris what is this like no no, no. what is this like brother husband's shit no 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 No, the idea is that mr green sells them the weed she steals the weed they have to go back and buy more weed from mr green which is the same weed they had before just now it's in a dice box yeah so yeah so she's his fucking like it's a perfect grift oh my god yeah, they're in cahoots. Mr. Green, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> he was he did it, he did it for good reasons. He had a he had, know, yeah. His heart was in the right place. We can't fault him, I guess. Michael Shannon is just too cool. I mean, too the cool whole... and creepy and weird. And yeah, he's cool. like super creepy looking. And of course, like when I was watching this, I was just fucking um, imagining him as like Van Alden from Boardwalk Empire, the mm. fucking you know, <laughs> the like Fed or whatever, who's like a teetotaler and weird christian 
He's in the in this movie. He's got this like like weird. I don't want to call it a hobo beard. Oh, he's just he's got some fucking like scraggly shit going on. But but it looks fake. Yeah, he's got like face pubes. And you can't and the way like the way his accent, the way he talks, and the way with his accent, you you can't tell if he's just trying not to move his mouth because the beard is mm-hmm. is itching his face. Right. But <laughs> that's just kind of he sounds like Stephen Wright. A little bit, yeah. He he really does actually. Like you put you put him in a. Uh, well, no, he is wearing a a, a, a toboggan. Like you, I was gonna say, you yes. put him in a toboggan. He's Stephen Wright, but the hits. Yeah, he was wearing he was a wearing. toboggan on his huge fucking like noggin with a little bitty pom pom at the top. Yeah, <laughs> it was adorable. Yeah. He he was he's dressed like Stan from South Park, but his colors are like orange and and green, like Kyle from South Park. <laughs> oh boy, he's he's multi faith. Yeah, I actually didn't enjoy. I enjoyed it, but at the same time, I, I thought they could have done more with the whole, like, um, Isaac being Jewish on Christmas kind of thing. Oh, I mean, they yeah. didn't hammer it that too hard, which was good, because that could have gotten really obnoxious. But it felt like they didn't use it enough. Yeah, I mean, uh, honestly, his his uh, Judaism or whatever is mostly, like, just a joke. It's a gag, yeah. yeah. It's a sweater. Yeah, you know, that that's all. He, he's, like, he's ethnically Jewish, and that's it. Like, he yeah, probably doesn't give a shit about if it. If the movie wanted to go down a road of exploring what it's like to be Jewish on Christmas, which is probably, like, I eat Chinese food and then I watch bad TV for a while, mm-hmm. pretty much. Um, yeah, if it went down that road, there... It would add more to the movie, though, and then the movie would be longer than an hour and 40 minutes, which this – you don't which need to – yeah. yeah. Not that this movie's too long, but a movie like this does not need to be any longer than that. Yeah. yeah a, a comedy any longer than, like, an hour and 40 minutes is kind of a big no-no. Yeah. Are you listening, Judd Apatow? <laughs> <laughs> it was fine the way it was, and, you know, it had, like, some super, like, flimsy, like uh, – like the fucking situations they got in the way yeah, like weird tangents that go nowhere but well yeah and, and like the circumstances for things happening were just like oh this this coincidence is like super stupid but it it was kind of like awesome i tell you what we that. what we need to do is we need to watch this and compare or we watched it yeah and we compare it to um the harold <laughs> and kumar again. christmas movie okay because that it's it's is that it, terrible it it's okay okay it's fairly similar okay i'll, I'll, I'll say that much <laughs> So crankometer time, ladies and gents. Where do we put this? Um, sort of Christmassy. Well, it's it's pretty Christmassy. It's pretty damn Christmassy. It, it, yeah, <laughs> it uses Christmas more than just as a reason for a reason for. Yeah, like, it's not just a, it's not just a set piece. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's it's, why it's I kind of backed off from that because I was like, it's it's about family and togetherness mm-hmm. and all those you know Which Christmas is the, the shit that we want Christmas movies to be about. Those fucking so. Christmas yeah, values exactly. or whatever the fuck. So three or four probably. Yeah, I still hesitate to give anything a five because it's not Pee Wee or Die Hard. I say four. I will agree and say four. It's quite Christmassy. So, um, for how good is this movie? I would say I. It's, well, it's do, solid. Do you mean like how good of a movie is it, or like, how much did we like it? Well, Christmas and quality. Yeah, that, that's, the Z, that's the Z axis, isn't that, it? That's the big if because it's probably not like a particularly good movie, but I think we all really enjoyed it. Yeah, that's the that's the thing is our Y axis has always been a combination of was this good and did we like it? Quality so, yeah. and entertainment. Which yeah, it basically entertainment trumped quality for Pee Wee because mm-hmm. it was quality wise, it's all right, but it, yeah, but it's it's, it's great. So yeah. yeah. I'm I'm gonna say it's a three. Okay. I'm gonna say quality wise, it's a solid three. Like it's not great. It's not terrible. It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I, I go. I Night go before with that. is pretty good. So at least, at least yeah, at least for our purposes, we are you aside and your other me yeah. being a huge dork in other in other avenues. Yeah, yeah. we are not exactly movie reviewers. We are right. only going off of here. How much did we like this movie for our specific purpose here, mm-hmm. yes. which was basically. Kind of, kind of. Are we seeing like, is this movie destined to become a Christmas classic, or does this Christmas classic worth fucking watching year after year after year? It's kind of what we're, kind of think, kind of what we yeah. go for here. I I would definitely recommend it. Oh yeah, yeah. I think this movie has some legs. I feel like our generation will watch this for uh, a good ten years or so until <laughs> yes. it gets old, maybe. Right until it's and, not topical anymore. And by that time, I'm sure there will be another another Christmas movie kind of like it mm-hmm. with. Whatever, whatever the ten years from now equivalent of Miley Cyrus is, and right? All that, when so. all the millennials' children are going to college. Oh God! When fucking like, I don't know who who are the who are the cool like teenage actors now. I don't know any of them. I don't either. We're all like the my blue. benchmark is like Drake and Josh, but they're still like they're in their 
They're getting up there too. Is, is Taylor Lautner doing stuff? Uh, maybe he's like super buff. I know that. Okay, so when like Jake, Jake and Edward's Christmas Christmas party, is that what we're doing? Yeah, Jake and Edward's Christmas party. Okay, great. So in ten years, come back for Jake and Edward's Christmas party. It's like Drake and Josh, but a lot more dysfunctional. Fuck. Oh. <laughs> All right, I guess that's about a podcast. It's, it's pretty bad when you're trying to think of like what the kids are into, and you land on Twilight. <laughs> yes. It's like five oh, years is that ago. where you went to? Went to? I was, I was just figuring you pulled names out of your ass. No, I'm, no, because I said Taylor Lautner. Okay, <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, okay, Team Jacob and Team Edward, they get together, they have a Christmas party, and That's it's a the blast. Only like young, like heartthrob person I can like think of right I now. I don't know. I say just, let's just say Colton Burpo's Christmas Miracle, and maybe. He's probably not a teenager anymore. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, yeah, this 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 is a movie I could Christmas see. Christmas is for real. Yes, <laughs> God damn. This is a movie I could say. Night before, not Christmas is for real. Night before, this is a movie I could see someone saying it's not Christmas until I watch the night before. Yeah, and I'm not gonna. I'm not just gonna say you are dumb and. <laughs> yeah, like I, I understand why. Like I, I see, I, I see your reasoning. Yeah, same. So, so I, a four, I approve. Three. I yeah. approve. Same. I approve of the night before. It was nice to watch something that we uh, we enjoyed. We all collectively enjoyed yes. for once. Like last week with last last week last time with like turtles. last month. Yeah, a month ago with oh. turtles. That like that was morbid curiosity on all fronts. Yes, it was. And looking, if it was longer than twenty five minutes, we would not have watched it. No, good God, no. Yeah, I think I like in the twenty five minutes we watched it, I may have drunk two beers. Imagine if it was an hour and a half long, you'd be wasted oh, out be of your mind. Dead. Wowzers. Well, I think that's going to do it for Christmas Creeps, uh, ladies and gents. So, uh, like we always end the show, uh, if you have any questions or comments or recommendations for future episodes, uh, Christmas movies, specials, anything you think would get us into the holiday spirit in April and May here, uh, send them to us at xmascreeps at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at Christmas Creeps. Find us on Facebook where the uh, skull with the candy cane crossbones. Just type in Christmas Creeps and boom, we, you're, we're right there. Boom. And uh, go to iTunes and subscribe to us there. You can subscribe to us on Stitcher if you feel like using Stitcher. And leave, leave a star rating and a review. Let other people know that other people are actually listening to this show. It helps out. Apparently, I'm told it does. I, popular podcasts do say this, so so do we. <laughs> uh, you know, you, you, uh, you, you host like the podcast you want, not like the podcast you have. Uh, oh, that's what we do here. shit. I've been doing this wrong. Okay. Um, so for Christmas creeps, that's uh, that's gonna do it. Uh, we will see you guys in two weeks, hopefully. Bye. Bye. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas.